0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. So originally, I was going to talk to you guys today about the movie Spencer. It has been everywhere on everything, you know, all the Oscar uh, rumors and, and everything for Kristen Stewart. And I thought, oh, wow, what a great, what a great movie to watch for the podcast and I am a huge Kristen Stewart fan um, <laughs> but for the record I I could hardly make it through 10 minutes um, the music alone drove me absolutely bonkers um, I almost turned it off within 10 minutes I waited a little bit longer I got a little further into it Um, I was sort of mesmerized by the size of the estate that they were showing and once I got over that I couldn't take the music anymore and and I was out so I still don't know how it ends well obviously we know how it ends but I still haven't finished it I need to go back and watch it but um, so we are not going to talk about that today. Let's see, what are some things that are happening out there right now? Um, We've got Stranger Things the next season. Uh, They're teasing right now. I'm pretty excited about that. And from the initial um, clips that I've seen and the photos, holy cow, these kids are getting old. Um, I know that's also why they have a limited amount of seasons left before they have to to walk away from it and you know in all reality yeah it's it's a bummer that we're only going to get like five seasons from this show um but why not go out while it's really good and I think that's one thing that Hollywood or, or whoever makes these shows and movies is they they forget is not just leaving while it's good they have to continue to go on and on and on and It gets old and stale. Like Grey's Anatomy, I know there are some fans out there. Um, I religiously watch the first five seasons over and over and over again. It's the one thing that is probably always on in our house at any given time. Um, Seasons one and two are actually my favorite, but I can watch them over and over again. I stopped after about season nine or ten, and I have not watched since. I just... They jumped the shark on that. It's too much. I'm over it. Um, So, you know, I... Although I'm sad to see the end of Stranger Things in sight, I think the kids are getting too old to make it believable anymore. And, um, you know, after, after all, how long can Nancy and those guys stay out of school to hang back with these kids? And, um you know, it's it's sad to see a good thing end, but in some ways you have to. Um, so, you know, I'm excited about that coming up. We've got the new Fantastic Beasts movie coming out in about two weeks. Uh, I'll be able to see that the week it comes out, so I'm pretty excited there. Um, never as never the same level of excitement for me as the original Harry Potter series, but. I must admit, I do really like the Fantastic Beasts series, so that's something to get excited about around the corner. Um, uh, Bridgerton season two um, just came out. Let's see, today is, what day is it? It's Tuesday. I think it came out Saturday or Sunday. Um, I stayed up way past my bedtime And on my lunches a couple days this week, um, and I'm already through the season, uh, another great Shondaland uh, show. And I have also, of course, read all of the books, so I know where it's supposed to go. Um, And it doesn't disappoint. Yeah, they changed up some things, um, but... You know, sometimes you have to do that to adapt a book to a movie or a show. So I'm not I'm not sad about that. I kinda like the changes. Yes, we missed some of the classic scenes from the book, but um, all in all, great show. Um, I'm actually gonna start back over on season one just to remember how we got started. So that's also a lot of fun. As you guys know, I also like to read a lot of books. Um, I'm particularly fond of lit RPG style, um, hard to find in a lot of cases, but when you find a couple that you really like, they're, they're easy go-tos, uh, but it's also a popular style these days, um, and I do audiobooks most of the time. I just don't have time to sit down and read, but you know, I listen in the morning as I get ready for work, on the way to work. On lunches, on the way home, while I'm putzing around the house, so I can get through a book pretty quickly. Uh, so my my appetite for books is pretty voracious, and and I do love a great a great book. So I went off a couple of recommendations, and I downloaded um it's the Awaken Online series. So I downloaded, let's see, one, two, three, four, five of them, and I think there's eight. Everybody says, oh, this is an amazing series. You're going to love it. It's great. Um, so I got I got these books, and I started. Um, they all are like 13, 14, 15-ish hour books. Some of them are 20 hours. Um, I don't know how the book is. But the audiobook is atrocious. Um, I, I mean, I don't even have words for how bad these books were. Um, so much so that I'm going to be contacting Audible this week to get credits. I just can't. They're they are that bad. And I'm the kind of person that I will I will stick through it all the way to the end. I'll watch a bad movie just to see how it ends. I'll listen to the book just because I I'm trying to like it so hard but I gave up. So, um, that was one. And I thought, wow, that's a bummer, but you know, okay, I can move past that. And then I got another recommendation, um, called Pangea online. I made it probably an hour or two into this book. And again, I just got to, I have to send it back. It's no good. Um, so, I went with another one and well, this one's not lit RPG. This is just um I don't even know what version this one is, but it's it's called Touched. It's a it's a series of books and I got it as a set. So far so good. I made it through book 1, which I'm pretty excited about. There I have 51 hours left of the next two. So, um I don't know if one book is like 25 and the other's 25 or if they're, you know, split up differently, but Um, it's pretty good, but you know, it makes me chuckle because it feels so much like twilight and every now and then I'll be like, boy, didn't we, didn't we do this already? You know, if I can exchange angel of death for vampire and okay, neither one of them eat neither, you know, they're both are centuries old. Um, they have some kind of a super powery thing. Uh, there's a bad guy and, Okay, here's my other gripe with some of these books. And I know I do like young adult series. I just think for the most part, they're usually pretty well written. Why is it that these teenagers that are in high school find the love of their life that they cannot live without um, each time? We saw it with Twilight. We saw it with Divergent. It's in this book, Touched. You know, and they're like 16, 17, 18 years old and... You know, I would die for you, that kind of thing. And maybe that's how we all were in high school with our first love, thinking that, oh, my gosh, I just cannot live without this person ever. Um, Yeah, I don't think so. Otherwise, I would still be with my boyfriend, Jamie, uh, who I still keep in touch with. But yeah, that's a big no for me. So that's just a, an interesting observation of mine, is that um, it seems like these books, the kids find their true love uh, very early in life, and it just doesn't seem very realistic. So one thing I was thinking about today, because um, I've, I've actually had this post- podcast kind of planned out in my head for a while, um, because I want to talk about Jack Snyder's not Jack, Zack Snyder, uh, Justice League. I was at home last week and kind of looking through like, what do I want to watch type of thing? Like I'm kind of in the, in the mood for something new, but kind of not. And I thought, you know, I haven't seen this one before and I wanted to put together a Lego set. So I thought I'll, I'll put this on. I like the superhero movies, so I'll go ahead and, and give it a try and see how it is. Well, I didn't realize that this cut was four hours long. Maybe I did realize it in hindsight a little bit. Um, I remember reading about it a long time ago that when it comes out on HBO, it's going to be a super long cut. But again, I did not realize when I committed to this movie that it was going to be four hours long. That being said, heads and tails far better than Justice League, which is the one that I had bought and is in my library, um, but I have feelings about. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. But as I was sitting here tonight, kind of preparing my space for the podcast, you know, getting together my headphones and microphone and everything getting all set up, I kind of have a ritual where I change the lights that I have on my wall. I have those nano leaf panel lights. So I changed those kind of to fit my mood and sometimes it's a Harry Potter, Gryffindor, uh, scene. So it flashes the gold and maroon and, um, yes, it's a nerdy thing. I understand. But, um, I have different scenes for a whole bunch of different kinds of moods. And today I have one, um, that is a, uh, Ukraine flag. So it's, it's kind of flashing between the different colors right now of, of yellow and blue and it's quite pretty, but I happen to, look off to my left and I saw my two awards from my previous company where I was um, an employee for over 12 years. And I've got a five and a 10 year plaque. What do people do with these when they leave that company? It's not a place that I'm at anymore. So I don't care about necessarily displaying it. I don't feel right throwing them away. But I also don't understand why I wouldn't throw them away because at this point I don't work there anymore, so it doesn't matter to me. But it was a place that I spent a significant amount of time. So part of me feels like I should continue to have them and display them in some way. So I'm just curious, what do people do when you leave a job, if you have different mementos and things? I did do a great job of getting rid of a lot of stuff that I had at my desk at that job because it was a desk job. So, you know, over 12 and a half years, you tend to collect trinkets and doodads and thingamajigs. Um, you know, so I have like some little Funko pop characters, the little two inch little guys. I have the Skyrim one looking at me. Um, you know, so I have some little things that I incorporated into my office here, but, what does a person do with those plaques? I'm curious. Let me know. Um, in my free time, now that I have some, which is a pretty cool thing, before it gets to be springtime where I can go out chasing bugs with my camera, um, I have been dipping my toe into making resin art. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this yet. I'm just kind of having fun with it, playing around, Um, I'm putting together a little workroom in the basement and I have asked my uh, bargain-seeking father for some help in getting a couple of things together for me so that way I can create some of the art that I have in my head and we'll see if I'm any good at it. Perhaps I will be terrible and this will be something that'll be like, yeah, I did that once, that was great. Moving on to the next thing. But I guess we'll have to see. So anyway, let's get to... Justice League um and some of my thoughts on it so like I said I didn't realize at the time when I committed to this that I was going to be sitting for a four-hour movie that being said I did not stop it and say I'm not going to watch it I actually I committed so I was in for the long haul on that one um you know it. It was something that I had forgotten kind of the storyline leading up to it because I don't watch the um, the movies frequently. It's not something that I go back... I might watch Wonder Woman on occasion, I guess, because out of all of them, I love the Wonder Woman movies. But I'm also a classic Superman. So, um, you know... S- I just prefer the 80s version. I have all of them. Uh, but they're they're not something that I just put on regularly. So it took me a minute to kind of get, get back to where we were. Like, I felt like it just threw us completely in to the movie. And if you haven't watched some of the ones leading up to it, like Batman versus Superman, you kind of forget uh, what happened to get here. Um, but right off the bat, it is, <laughs> bat, like what I did there. Anyway, uh, it is darker and grittier and I do like that. I like the grayish dark tones. Um, I think, you know, most of these movies are, uh, they are dark just in, in theme. And so I like the, the coloring of it, how it is that darker color, um, I also really liked seeing the backstory of Cyborg. Uh, so much more was explained, and I feel like we really had the chance to get to know some of these characters a little bit more. Um, you know, like, this movie really was about Flash and Cyborg, I feel. And they didn't get a whole lot of loving in the, the original version. Uh, so, you know, to see this one, I think it gave us a chance to uh, get to know them a little bit more, get to understand how they came to be who they are. Um, and the one thing that I cannot stop thinking of whenever I see anything with, with Cyborg and his father is who let the guy that created Skylabs be in charge of all of this? Um, you know, that, that poor actor who had the part in... Um, Terminator 2 now I'm forever going to think of him as the one that started Skynet so um you know that always makes me kind of amused when I see that and I wonder if if he has trouble ever going against type um so in this movie playing Cyborg's father I think he did a great job but I also feel like it fleshed it out a little bit more we were able to understand more what he did and kind of how he did what he did uh to give us Cyborg um it it has so like the movie as a whole wasn't so different. It had a lot of different scenes, so I think it changes kind of how you how you visualize a character. Um, but they kept my favorite scene, which is um, when they're fighting Steppenwolf at the end, and. Um, wonder woman loses her sword and she's kind of diving down to go get it and flash is running around and he just walks over and just boop (laughs) kind of hits the uh hits the sword a little bit so it goes back towards her so she can get a handle on it i don't know why that's my favorite but it is and i was happy to see that they kept it um and uh a couple things about flash um I get that he's super fast and I used to be a sprinter growing up that was kind of my thing and I went to college on a track scholarship. So I know running pretty well. I don't like it anymore, but I used to. <laughs> um, but it does bother me how he moves his arms. like while he's running, it's that the like stretching thing that he does as he runs and I cannot stop seeing it. And it's a it's a pet peeve sort of of mine when I watch those scenes with him running and it's just ugh. um so let's talk about Steppenwolf uh, for a minute. I have hated the name since I first heard it in the Wonder Woman origin movie. Um. But to see the end with Wonder Woman cutting off his head, that was cool. Uh, This version, I feel, gave him more credibility as a villain. And before he seemed a little cartoony, CGI, like I couldn't buy who he was. And I just couldn't buy anything he was there to do. This version, again, more depth, more time, obviously four hours of time. They were able to go a little further into it. So I think it gave him depth as a villain. So I still don't like him as a, like as the name Steppenwolf. But as a character, I get it. I still don't like the name, though. Um, You know, it. It is such an incredibly long movie, so if you haven't had a chance to watch it, unless you are a true fan, I don't know. I don't know many people that are just going to sit down and be like, "Hey, let's spend half the day watching a movie." Um, but truly, the overall story is so much better, so I do feel it's worth it in the end. Um, so if you've ever been kind of wavering on should I or shouldn't I, uh, if you like. These movies you like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg. If you truly like them as characters, um, definitely, definitely take the time to watch the movie. It's well worth it. Pick a rainy, cruddy day. Um, you know, it's it's worth it in the end. It's just a really long way to get there. Uh, I like this version of Superman. Um, he has sort of grown on me. You know, I grew up with watching Christopher Reeve. Uh, He had a quirkiness about his Clark Kent character um, that I don't think Henry, is it Seville? Cable? I I apologize. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, But he doesn't have that quirkiness that Christopher Reeve had. And I'm not saying he has to be him, but, you know, ooh, hair and glasses versus you know, I just, the quirkiness you could buy. And that's what sold him as Clark Kent. Like nobody would ever have thought of him as Superman because of who he was. Um, so, you know, that's kind of meh to me, but as Superman, he has grown on me. Um, I was not a fan in the beginning, not for any fault of his as an actor. I just couldn't quite see it. I just didn't. I just didn't care for his version. Uh, but over time and enough movies, I would say he's proved to me that he does a pretty good job. So, I, I'm down for it. Um, however, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, I do not like it. I'm not a fan. I don't like his acting. I don't like any of his characters that he's ever played. Um, there has never been a movie that he's been in that I have enjoyed ever. Um, so as far as the movie goes, yes, like it. As far as he goes for Lex Luthor, no way. Not a fan. Um, he just annoys me for some reason. Um And, you know, again, with like Ben Ben Affleck, um, I've never been a huge Ben Affleck fan. Um, And I think everybody has their opinion on this Batman is better than that Batman. And, you know, there's a lot of ribbing on George Clooney and Val Kilmer. And, you know, now we've got Robert Pattinson, Um, you know, cannot forget uh, (laughs) the guy I just forgot, Um, you know, but. Everybody has their favorite. I'm not a huge Ben Affleck fan. Um, and the way he changes his his walk, the way his his voice is, I it's just too fake for me. It's not I just can't buy into his uh, Batman characters, which is probably why oh like Christian Bale is another one. I liked his Batmans though. Um, now Ezra Miller, um, on the other hand, who plays, Uh, Flash. I think he is a completely underrated actor. He, um, you know, he's been in a lot of movies that I have enjoyed. Perks of Being a Wallflower. um, You know, he plays Credence in the Fantastic Beast movies. Uh, Truly, he's an exceptional actor. And I think he's he's being pretty selective in what he chooses, um, but he is doing a great job of getting just the right characters. So I think we'll see more of him over his career. um, And so I'm pretty excited to see that over time. Um, You know, they, they had said that apparently this was supposed to be part of a five part trilogy. Uh, so there's a quote um, where he uh, Snyder had told Vanity Fair his new version of Justice League, which came to HBO in January, is actually the middle section of that intended story arc. So Man of Steel was first, then Batman and Superman, and then this one. And then there were to be two more episodes of Justice League. Uh This movie was only put together because of fan demand. They've been demanding it for years. Uh, There's a lot of great Easter eggs that he put together uh, for his fans. So if you're somebody that likes to go searching for those, definitely uh, watch this with an eye out for some of the different nods that he has for Easter eggs in here. Um, But, you know, time will tell if enough fan... uh, Excitement can be drummed up to create anything more. And, it, you know, I think they definitely need to let him carry it on if they're going to continue any more of these, um, because this version was far superior. But then again, I think any director, if they had four hours to make a film amazing, anybody could do that with four hours. So, Could he have done it with two hours um, that we saw previously? I don't know. We certainly couldn't have seen all the depth in the characters that we saw for this one. Um, So time will tell on this. It has gotten amazing reviews so far. Everybody uh, that has watched this is pretty much over the moon on what he has done um, to really give us the movie that we deserved the first time. So as a fan of some of these characters, I think... This was a great film to to watch. Like I said, on a rainy Saturday or Sunday, um, you know. Now I get some of those, so I, I know what people do on these days. Uh, it's a good one to put on and have fun with it. Enjoy it. Again, it is darker, so probably not appropriate for kids. But um, you know, then again, when I was went to go see Scream a few months ago, we saw a small child in that movie, and that really wasn't appropriate. So. What parents allow their kids to go see these days is completely up to you. Uh, Anyway, that's about all I've got for the day. Um, Trying to think if there was anything else that I had on my mind. I don't think so right now. Um, So that'll be it for me. Thanks for tagging along. Take care and be well.